comic. Why so serious? What? I'm here to talk to you about the Avenger mission. Logic. Dance off, bro! Me and you! Comic. What? Logic. I used to want to save the world. This beautiful place. But the closer you get, the more you see the great darkness within. this the hard way a long long time ago didn't we already talk about this movie no (laughs) i distinctly remember talking about this movie and a donkey oh no 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 that was um yeah that was some other horrible thing this isn't horrible we're not allowed to say it's horrible no no um mainly because we'll (laughs) probably get beat up (laughs) it's gonna say it's all all right finally the internet will get to hear what two Two white white guys guys think of wonder woman (laughs) here we are well i'll tell you what if the women could put down their knitting needles and baking equipment long (laughs) enough to sit down and start a podcast (laughs) right as my wife is knitting no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. She's taking care of two kids while I'm sitting on a couch. Yeah, my, <laughs> my my wife is taking care of one kid while I'm sitting here on the couch. So yeah, that's okay. Yeah, slowly every day, just lurching towards the Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> <laughs> lurching towards the Handmaid's Tale. That's Slou- actually slouching the, towards slouching the hand- towards the, the Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale. tale. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um. So uh, today we're going to talk about the 2017 blockbuster Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yay. Wonder Woman. (laughs) No, none of that. Wonder Woman. There's no cheesiness in this movie. You have to take all of the color of the 70s and desaturate it. (laughs) Put it through a Snyder filter. (laughs) No color. (laughs) Okay. A little color. (laughs) People didn't like the no color. It's what a little color. <laughs> Look at the original. Do you remember the original Wonder Woman pictures where she was just like brown? Oh, yeah. Like everything was, yeah, was brown. It was, yeah, sepia. Everything yeah. was sepia. Right. It looked like it was an old-timey Civil War photograph. Well, that's how the like movie just expected almost opens. That was like 2017's Ken Burns Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I first heard about Wonder Woman. <laughs> It was an all-star comics number eight. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We've done this on another podcast before. We can't do this again. Did we? Yeah, I, I'm 90% sure that we we've did. already done elaborate Ken, Ken Burns-style jokes. jokes. We can't. That's why we need we'll a producer we'll with a good memory. We'll just tear that one out of the game, uh, the, the play, uh, play, game class you play on. Comic book logic uh, joke book. Just Yes. Sh- that's what we need. Yeah. We need an index. The <laughs> <A> Rolodex. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we made these jokes on episode 212. Actually, this is only... We didn't was, get to comment yeah. on it, but the, the uh, last episode was our 50th episode. Yeah. And this is our 51st. It took us almost three years to do 50 episodes, because yeah. yeah. we do every two weeks, and then we take 
lengthy hiatuses <laughs> periodically. <laughs> well, okay. Sorry, I believe it's hiati. Our, the, our lengthy hiati were because of A, a child being born, and B, mm-hmm. me breaking my back. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I suppose that, that... Worse than going through labor, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it wasn't that painful. I was, like, over it really quickly. Yeah. They were, the doctor just said, like, you broke your back. And I was like, really? <laughs> okay. I'm gonna Neat. Take, I'm going to take a couple weeks off work. <laughs> All right. Then, uh. then I go back to the doctor, and the doctor's like, your back is still broke. And I'm like, really? I can walk around fine. And she's like, you're bending over right now as we speak. I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're lying down on yeah. this couch yeah. <laughs> that you brought with you. <laughs> yeah. It's a chaise lounge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it all started when my mother... When, oh, never mind. Okay, so let's get into Wonder Woman. Speaking yes. of, speaking of uh, psychosexual torture, let's talk about the origins of Wonder Woman. Kevin, yes. what do you know about Wonder Woman? Hmm. Well... <sighs> Um, oddly, the thing that always came to my mind, first thing, Wonder Woman, is the one thing, well, one big thing from the Wonder Woman mythos. Or you mean sort two big mythos, things from the... Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not in this movie, and that's the Invisible Plane, mm. which we did get to mention on the last podcast because they mention it. it. yeah. <laughs> you don't actually see it, not just because it's invisible. Well, I mean, it was World War One, so it would have been like a an invisible Fokker Eight plane, <laughs> right? You know, like the, you'd, you'd still hear the with camel. Yeah, you'd still see her have to start the propeller, <laughs> the which I don't know propeller. how she does if it's freaking invisible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would have been amazing. <laughs> Ah, this is the gentleman's way to fly. <laughs> That's my foley work. Yeah, is it like, foley work if you just do it with your mouth? I don't know. Let's ask, uh, what's his name from Police Academy? Ah, uh, Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I could have been that guy. All right, so... um if that's all you know about Wonder Woman... That's pretty much it. You are in for a treat. Lasso of truth. The origins of Wonder Woman are amazing. So I first read about this guy, William Moulton Marston, the guy who created Wonder Woman years ago. This guy was totally into BDSM. He had a wife and a girlfriend who lived together. They came up with the idea of Wonder Woman as this platonic love superhero. Yes. Uh, part of his whole thing, he part, part of his, like, his whole backstory is he created part of the polygraph test. Wow. So like the... the the thing that gets you to tell the truth, <laughs> right. he invented lie part detectors. of it. Yeah, the lie detector. Mm-hmm. Um, the part that, like, I think it um, it charts your 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 heartbeat as it's yeah. going along. So he invented that part, um, and he was writing about comic books, and they offered, you know, they said like, "Hey, uh, D- DC at the time, which I think was National Comics at the time, was like, hey, we want you to create a superhero for us." And he was like, I want to know comics are for kids and blah, blah, blah. But his wife was like, you can do it, but you have to make a female character. Um, you uh, And it should all be about love. So he creates Wonder Woman, whose mm-hmm. you know, whole thing is about tying up people. And back then, the way that you, like her weakness was that if she was bound, she would lose her powers. Oh. Yes. So you have this whole thing about like people getting tied up all the time and having to tell <laughs> the truth. Right. Like this dude was really into psychosexual BDSM, and it's amazing. Yeah. If you ever, um, there's a book I can't remember the name of it, and I had it for a while that that told his story. It's 
awesome hmm. just to go through it because this dude was seriously out of his mind and he created like one of the longest lasting female empowerment symbols in the world yeah <laughs> at least that's what the media is telling us it is a female <laughs> empowerment symbol girl power it's a little uh it, it, i i like that it just basically took his two interests and was just like very on the nose which is like well yeah. i like these two things yeah yeah and it, it's like and not only that but it's like she kind of looks like my wife and my girlfriend who's there just kind go. of a younger version of my wife <laughs> it's like nice and this, this dude was totally like the um the epitome of like a nebbish little dude, like oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he was like a in the, in the you you could totally see it. Yeah, but anyway, D. H. Lawrence's Wonder Woman. Oh, <laughs> none of that's really proven true, is it? <laughs> um, and actually, the funny thing is, is that he died in 1947, not too long after Wonder Woman debuted in 1941. <laughs> that in Action is Comics funny. Number eight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, it, no, I know. <laughs> it's just the way. Strangely, you said it was funny. how about that? <laughs> uh, and Wonder Woman has consistently been part of the Justice League. He Justice died because Society. he forgot his safe word. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's he's no Bob Crane, but uh, <laughs> was it Bob Crane and John Carpenter? Yeah. yeah, I think that was the two of them. But the they so the Wonder Woman is always part of it. The problem with Wonder Woman has been consistently that she's been. Written by a man. And, yeah. you know, it's throughout the history of Wonder Woman, it's always been like George Perez or Marv Wolfman. You know, those are like the famous people who wrote for Wonder Woman. And you're like, oh, okay. And it's not till recently that, you know, she's finally started having female writers and you're starting to get some more interesting stories for her. There really isn't that many great Wonder Woman stories. Hmm. And, the, and Wonder Woman has never really been in media aside from like... It's like Justice League with Wonder Woman. Yeah. You know, she's never had her own featured, show. Featured player. Yeah. Um, and then the TV shows. She's rated up there with Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty, yeah, like recognizable. Yeah, it's interesting because she's one of those people that's in the ether, I would say, like almost, like second tier, but like still a pretty up there tier like you know well she did have her own show well right yeah. and so like going back to like which was just an excuse <clears throat> to see a woman in a skimpy outfit sure. running around sure like you did in the 70s <laughs> well you know one of the when we talk about this when we started this podcast the idea of like you know me knowing absolutely nothing about comics <laughs> which is still true because i never grew up reading them but uh you know, you're aware in the culture, like, you know who these people are. You know who they're Superman the, and Batman. And uh, I don't remember a time when I ever didn't know of Wonder Woman. Um, so, but it's interesting that, yeah, like, her stories are just, like, they wouldn't be very good. Or, like, they're not really memorable. Like, people don't talk about, like, what what she's known for. She's known for, like, just being wonder woman i mean like some of the classic stories that i can always like tell i don't you. know any of her villains well there's cheetah that's <laughs> one of them um dr poison that's another one uh aries of course is the classic you know a lot of the a lot of the mythology they Might tend to get pull into from. that yeah, yeah giganta giganta yeah she's a she's a woman who wore like a, a, a caveman loincloth and got really big yeah. <laughs> that, that's there we go that's so um, yep <laughs> She fought against the Nazis, but they all she did. Fought de well, the Nazis. she debuted fighting the Nazis. Sure. So there you go. 
My, uh... <clears throat> name is Captain Steve Trevor, pilot, American Expeditionary Forces, serial number 8141921. That's all I'm at liberty to... Assigned to British intelligence. What the hell is this thing? The lasso of Hestia compels you to reveal the truth. But it's really hot. What is your mission? Whoever you are, you are in more danger than you think. What is your mission? I am a... I am a spy! I'm a spy. I'm a spy. All right, so... Uh, 2017's Wonder Woman starts off with uh, Wonder Woman sitting in an office of Steve Trevor, and she receives a message saying that some plans were stolen, and that Steve Trevor is now under investigation for complying with the Nazis. <laughs> no, no, oh, no, 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 go back. No, no. no. Go, we back, go back. <laughs> we got it. No. No, we start off on She's the... She's sitting in a museum or something. Yes. We oh, have... she goes to the Louvre. The, the, no, she works at the Louvre. She works at the Louvre. <laughs> Because that's what you do. Yeah, sure. You just get a job where, like, her and Robert Langdon are hanging there trying to decipher <laughs> symbols. Right. That's the only thing I know about the Louvre. <laughs> Jesus was a real person. <laughs> and he had a wife and kids. God, I hate that book. So and a reality show. <laughs> so she gets a, a, a special delivery from Wayne Enterprises. to Minnesota. My favorite thing about that scene is, like, is that Bruce Wayne like has this thing in like a armored car with like a bulletproof suitcase and delivers this yeah. picture? And it's like it's a picture you could have just you know right. He, well, I don't know why he didn't just take a picture of it on his phone. And just, <laughs> just text like, it to text her. her. LOL. Look yeah. what I found. Yeah. One hundred percent thumbs up. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ah, oh, Bruce and his emojis. <laughs> Bat emojis. And so, yeah, the picture is just a pretext. It's it's, it's a because like, he asked her. It's like flimsy, flaming, flaming, framing device <laughs> and a flaming device. It is a pretty. It bursts into flames. It's a really. It really is a framing device that we really didn't need. No, it could have just opened <laughs> up on the island. Could have just been an origin story, but uh, the island of the mascara or the mascara as it's actually pronounced, but <laughs> the mascara, the mascara. <laughs> uh. Part um, of the, actually, part of the uh, the Maybelline island chains, <laughs> the islands of Maybelline, <laughs> um, which is uh, wasn't originally named by uh, by uh, William Mar- Moulton Marston. Is that his name? Yes. Uh, they got that much later. It was mm. uh, the island of Themyscira, where we see a little Wonder Girl. Yeah, you know, she is being trained by the Amazon women. She doesn't mm-hmm. want. She wants to be a warrior. Yeah, but her mom is like, no. Her mom's like, no, no. Got to do it with a weird Israeli accent. <laughs> no, you want to not to become a warrior. <laughs> you got to sound a little bit like Ricardo Montalban throughout this entire thing. Whenever you're doing her accent, I liked it very much because Gal Gadot could not do anything other than her own accent. So their way of getting around it was everybody talk like Gal Gadot. <laughs> <laughs> We don't know what the Themyscira accent sounds like. It probably sounds like it's Israeli. It can be whatever exactly. we want it to be. And we see Antiope, I believe her name was, uh, Robin Wright. Yes. She's the, the, the kind of the general, the head. Yeah. She's doing stuff. Doing the training, training everybody. Yes. To kick butt yes. and do a lot of slow motion flips. And talk to the screen about how she's going to take over the U.S. government. <laughs> Yeah. And then we have, um, uh, what is it, Connie uh, Britton? 
Uh, no, Connie Nielsen, Nielsen. plays her mom. Um, yes, uh, yes. Hippolyta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Connie, Connie, uh, Connie Nielsen, Connie from, Nielsen. Uh, from Gladiator. From Gladiator. Not Connie mm-hmm. Britton from Nashville. Right. No. That's or a Friday different... Night Lights, yes. Right. <laughs> My wife likes her, not the other one. Mm. So that's how I always get those two confused. And But Hippolyta does not want Diana trained. Not at all. Because no. the Amazons were put on this earth to help men. Uh, get over their wicked ways, and they help defeat Ares, who was, you know, leading the men astray, yes. according to the classic DC Universe backstory <laughs> framing device of having weird stuff going on. It looks like you're in a Hieronymus Bosch painting. Ah, yes. You, you know, you're just like... Oh, I like that part. I like that part? Cool. Well, yeah. because the, the alternatives are, uh, you know, she just explains it with yeah. just talking, and that's horrible. Um, or you flashback and you see it happen. So we can have a flashback in her flashback? Yeah, like we have a couple times anyway. <laughs> um, or you do this, which was kind of neat, I thought. And it didn't last very long. It was like a couple of minutes and then think, it was over. Do you ever so. think when people are writing these movies, they go, wait a second, we have a flashback and a flashback going on here. Do you, Should we do, is that lazy? And then the person going, people are stupid. <laughs> Okay, we'll leave it in. Yeah, I do think they say that. Yes, I do think that that happens verbatim. <laughs> verbatim. Yes. All right. Well, <laughs> there there you go. Uh, uh, Actually, I think it's more like, uh, do you think that's too uh, too difficult for people if we do it this way? Yes. It's too complicated. We have to make it dumber. <laughs> we have to explain it even more. And then a, a Kiva Goldsman is just rolling around in a pile of money. Um, Man. Probably. So, anyway, little Diana decides that she's going to get trained anyway, and, and Antiope is going to train her regardless of what Hippolyta says. Mm-hmm. Cue training montage in slow motion. Yes. Some good over stuff there. and over and over again. I loved it. I thought it was really cool, but <laughs> when you rewatch it, you're kind of like, a lot of slow motion in these action scenes. It's a lot of... I, I I felt at the time it was maybe a little too much. I liked it because it was cool because there are a lot of people, like a lot of the, the warriors, I don't know who they are, but I mean, uh, I've seen them and they look like yeah. they're MMA fighters or something. So, I mean, they got these really impressively physical people and it's like, yeah, you want to kind of see and yeah. indulge that. Um, it made the very, stunt work and stuff. Yeah, the, the stunt work and the there action... There was also a lot of green screen and a lot of cg and especially later which we'll get to well i mean i i kind of like the slow motion because it lets me see what's actually going on instead of like the paul greengrass jason Bourne stuff where i'm like what's going on (laughs) who's born fighting is that optimus prime what's going on (laughs) why were there eight cuts in one punch (laughs) why eight cuts in one punch it's true that's yeah he it the worst thing that ever happened was him winning an oscar for that and now they all do it (laughs) no they're getting away from it oh good it's it's the i think the success of john wick really has like shown people like hey people really like this and not this yeah we had 10 years of that and now we uh hopefully are are gonna have 10 years 10 years and four bond films that are terrible because of that (laughs) I take that back. Casino Royale, I Two like. of them are good. The Sky Two of them are not good. Skyfall's an amazing Batman movie. I know. But aside from that. I know. So, yes, Diana gets trained with this, and she get, then Hippolyta finds out, and she's all like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this. Okay, you get to do this now. <laughs> uh, then all of a sudden, as, as uh, Wonder Woman's fighting Antiope to, to prove her worthiness, 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, she does like a weird blast thing with her yeah. with her with her bracelets, bracelet blast. Yeah, and she obviously did not know that yeah. she could do. Uh, uh, well, and no so everyone did. was surprised, <laughs> yeah. and they were like, "Oh, oh." <laughs> Oh, I wonder if this is going to come back later and be important. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is like Hippolyta's always like, she cannot know who she is. Yes. Like everyone knows who she is. Right. Well, we don't know, but we obviously know she's something. Yeah. You know, more information might have actually helped her. <laughs> yes. Uh, but they were like, no, we need to handicap our hero and the audience. <laughs> In order to uh, belabor this whole thing. Do you think people are too stupid to get the hints that we're dropping? <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. Drop more hints. So, uh, uh, as she's standing on the beach contemplating her Amazonianness, mm-hmm. uh, Steve Trevor flies a little airplane. <laughs> An the- airplane appears yes. through uh, magic. Now, let me say I am very happy that the whole Wonder Woman origin story and framing device happened within the first 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Um, I, I, I checked it. Like, as soon as Steve Trevor, uh, like, as Chris Pine's dreamy face appears mm-hmm. over this, I'm like, finally a man. Uh, <laughs> I looked at my phone and said, right. oh, 15 minutes in. Great. That's perfect. That's all yeah. we need. Mm-hmm. We don't need, like, when Spider-Man Homecoming comes out and we're going to get the the whole backstory about how he gets bitten by a spider. Oh, we're not going to get that. I know. We're not gonna I get hope. That. They we'll say just, they're not going to get that. Because we're going to pick it up. We're going to pick it up. <laughs> Reese Spider-Man. Mid-Spider-Man. Keep living that dream, Kevin. Keep uh, living that dream. I don't want to see that movie. <laughs> but I Uncle Ben's going to be played by, by Christopher Walken. Really? Peter, with great power comes great responsibility. Ah, I've been shot. <laughs> <laughs> Who shoots an old man in Brooklyn? What happened to gentrification? <laughs> I thought I was safe. <laughs> That's yeah. all, that can only happen in my dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, so Steve Trevor. Uh, crashes and he's he's sinking down with the plane, the the weird biplane that the, right. the Snoopy, you know, with <laughs> right. camel. It's the Red Baron crashes into the sea. Because apparently now we have a time frame. We know that we're in World War One, nineteen eighteen, the end of World War One. Mm-hmm. Diana uh, swims down there, you know, to uh, the to, rescue, to rescue right. the dreamy Chris Pine, like you do. I mean, I would sacrifice myself to rescue Chris Pine. Sure, it's Captain Kirk. He also played Jack Ryan in a terrible movie. Mm. Oh, Shadow Recruit, you yeah. were a bad movie. <laughs> and as as she's pulling him up onto the beach, the most evil Germans of all time show up. Yeah. The World War One Wehrmacht. <laughs> It'll never get worse <laughs> than this, folks. <laughs> what with their Kaiser Bill mustaches and pickle helms. Oi. <laughs> They, yeah, they they storm the beach, and all the Amazons are all like, "Yeah, kill the Germans!" Yeah, they're like, "Crap, men!" <laughs> Jeez, and it's the feds. <laughs> and then, so it becomes this whole like man versus woman versus guns versus bows and arrows thing going on, mm-hmm. and they're all doing their matrix moves and flying around like Cirque du Soleil on ropes. Yeah, Robin Wright fires three arrows at once and hits all three. Uh, that was pretty guys. cool, though. That was cool. And yeah. it, what I liked about it, too, is that it gave you, like, it slowed down enough so you knew exactly what was going to mm-hmm. happen 10 seconds before it actually happened. Yeah. Like, oh, she's going to take those three arrows and shoot those three and Germans. And what they didn't realize is that the Germans had a cave troll. Ah. <laughs> oh. And then he came in and he was like, Rrr. 
And then Hippolyta was like, it still only counts as one. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a cave troll. No, that's just Hitler. Ah! <laughs> Wrong war. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. So they ended up killing all the Germans, and the, and the Amazons are like, oh, Steve Trevor, you're wearing a German uniform. And he's like, no, I'm American. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm American working for the British, <laughs> pretending to be German. Wait, why did anyone think this would work? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> You're from any... Georgia. You don't even sound German. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. <laughs> Guten Tag, Air. <laughs> Good day to be German, huh? I mean, Deutschlander. <laughs> no, look, I'm really, I'm German. Ich bin ein one of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So that's so they don't know if he's telling the truth, but fortunately, they got something for that. They got a magic the lasso of Hestia. Yeah, you know, glowy, yeah, glowy rope makes it burn. Mm-hmm. And it, it, he turns into Charlie Callis for a little bit, and he's like, "Hamana, hamana, 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 hamana." That's there's your old timey joke for you for this oh, episode. Yeah. Yep, got to pull the Charlie Callis page out of the. Throw that away. Um, and then we learn that there's a great war going on. You almost expect him to go like, like, like well, the writer goes, you think we should call it World War One in the script? <laughs> no, our audience isn't that dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Mm. <laughs> well, let's just, let's see if it passes first draft, okay? <laughs> like, you ex- don't you expect Chris Pine to be like, there's yeah. a war going on out there. World War One. <laughs> Why are you calling it that? Is there going to be a World War Two? Oh man! No, of course not. <laughs> but you know, it is the first one, so you know we're going to call it one. <laughs> What's well, there a Simpsons joke where they call it? They're like, great grandpa references it, and then he's like, World War One, and it's like only back then we called it. Like Franco-Prussian War Two or something like that. Like, there's a joke. I can't remember what they call it. Anyway, well, but the rare Simpsons reference that I actually don't know off the top of my head. That's true. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the uh. So, so he's Chris Pine's like, I gotta go deliver this because I gotta yeah. tell a flashback of my backstory inside this flashback <laughs> right. of me bombing this Turkish thing. Where so we- wait, so she was remembering and replaying her flashback, <laughs> and then she was like, oh, I distinctly remember the flashback that Steve told us when we were interviewing him. I can remember exactly how I pictured it while he was telling it to us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly, So Kevin. we exactly. see it. Very confusing. And we meet the most evil German of all time, Eric Ludendorff. <laughs> sure. Who actually, like, okay, I, I sometimes I have to separate, like, my, like, I'm a big historical geek versus I'm a big, like, comic book geek. Yeah. I know about Eric Ludendorff. I've read his books. I've read about World War One. Wasn't really that bad of a guy. No. He was just a general. That's all it was. It's not like he was like, we must exterminate all the Belgians. <laughs> All the Belgians, yes. Um, and here he's pl- he's played by um, oh, what's his by name? Danny Houston, Danny Houston, Stryker from the X Men Origins <laughs> yes, Wolverine movie. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yes, I almost forgot about that seminal performance. Never forget. <laughs> he was also in the Aviator. 
Was he? Who did he play in The Aviator? I don't know. I don't remember. Not Howard Hughes? No. Okay. He was one of the non-Leonardo DiCaprio guys. I want to meet someone who sat through The Aviator. Hmm. I don't think anybody ever has. Hmm. People just said like, oh, The Aviator. Yeah, that movie came out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What'd you think of it? Oh, I, I've never seen it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have seen it. I just, I don't remember. It's exactly. Worth it for, uh, it's worth it for, um, doesn't uh, the Kate Blanchett play as uh, she plays Catherine, Catherine she had, Turner? Yeah. No, or, Catherine, uh, Catherine Hepburn. Hepburn. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Well, it's not that I knew hard. I, I mean, <laughs> Dana Carvey's been playing Catherine Hepburn on stage for the last 30 years. That's true. Yeah. When he's not playing Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> he's been milking those impressions forever. Yeah. So, yeah, we meet Eric Ludendorff, played by Danny Houston, and we also get Madame Poison, played yeah. by the girl from Sex and Lucia. Oh. That's the only thing I know her from. Oh, okay. I don't remember even remember her name. Sure. Uh, she's got a half mask on. Because mm-hmm. you know there's something underneath there's that something mask. something going on under there. You're like, oh, I want to see what goes on underneath uh, that mask. It's gross, I bet. I bet she's all gross. <laughs> she wouldn't be covering that if she looked normal. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably from the poisons. <laughs> Because she works with poisons. So uh, Steve, while he's undercover, notices like there she's developing new poison. Yeah. So he steals her notebook and he flies off and yes, drops a bomb. Her recipe book. Her recipe book. <laughs> this is the art of French cooking. <laughs> <laughs> These are just all her notes planning her upcoming nuptials. <laughs> Hire caterer. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and that ends his backstory in his yeah. a flashback inside the flashback. Fortunately, yeah, it wasn't very long. No, it was it was fun. It looked like a video game. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> it was a stealth mission, like, press X to steal notebook. <laughs> Steals notebook and runs away. Yeah. And flies, and he's like, now press Y to, to drop bomb. Yeah. Yeah. And that leads us to him when he gets knocked down over, over Themyscira. So, one, so Diana's like, I'm going to go with him. And they're all like... No, you don't go with him. I'm going with him. <laughs> and she steals like the the god killer, which yeah. is the sword designed to kill Ares. Mm-hmm. Or is it? Yeah. Um, she steals a bunch of yeah, just a bunch a of bunch stuff. of gugaws and gadgets yeah. and armor, know. gizmos, <laughs> gizmos. <laughs> yeah, the shoes of Hephaestus. <laughs> right, everything was the the, the thing the, of yeah. someone. <laughs> the bracelets of Dionysus and. Yeah. and uh, Give you a plus one against men. <laughs> I got the belt of John. <laughs> Stuff like what that. What does that do? It's just John's belt. belt. I'm just borrowing it. <laughs> just, he doesn't. He let me. I like it. He's got like three. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> he just let Yeah, so she takes all the stuff and they go on a boat. And then from the island of Themyscira, it takes them... A night to get to <laughs> jolly old England. Yeah. Well, we don't know where We're here. Yeah, it was very it was like Well they're like where we are caught you? caught a ride and made good time. Like it was yeah. there were some weird we'll get to it, but yeah. there were some weird we're, editing <laughs> where, things that yeah. happened. Just a lot of magic. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like it's like, where are we? Oh. <laughs> right there, fish and chips for you. <laughs> I mean, all that was missing was Winston Churchill smoking a cigarette and giving the peace sign. Yeah, or victory. Sorry. Um, is, yeah, they're in they're in London, but she has to get dressed properly because she's naked by Edwardian standards. Right. So they do a whole like fun thing where they meet up with Steve's secretary, uh, played by uh, 
uh, from the office. Played by, oh my god, where is she in the damn credits? Where is she? She's oh, Lucy Davis. Lucy Davis from Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> she was real earlier. Yeah. yeah. She plays mm-hmm. Etta Candy, one of one of Wonder Woman's original sidekicks. Um, her whole thing was that she would get super strong when she ate candy. Oh. Yeah, it's uh the the whole Etta Candy thing was something I'm kind of surprised they kept in because it wasn't like ever like it wasn't something to be proud of. Yeah, just... you know, Green Lantern used to have a sidekick. He was an Eskimo named Moonface. Oh. Yeah, I don't even Ooh. know if that's a racist term for Eskimos. I th- I think even calling them Eskimos is a racist term I th- nowadays. I think so. So, I mean, yeah. like, you know, we don't need to have that in a new Green Lantern movie. We live in the Midwest, so that's not one that, that comes up a lot for us. <laughs> so, we're actually not as in tune. No. We're, we're not as woke on that one. But <laughs> no. uh, I'm sure in Saskatchewan, so, yeah. they come across that a lot more often. Y- they probably know what the, Yukon territories. What, the, what is the preferred nomenclature. Inuit. Ah, yes. There you go. Uh, ah, yes. Or First Nations Wait, no, no, people. Wait, no, 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 no. Those are the people that make QuickBooks. <laughs> no. It's into it. That was a joke. That was a reference. No. no. Anyway. <laughs> Your knowledge of publishing software will get you nowhere, Kevin. <laughs> part of my job. Anyway. Uh, yes. So they, they get her. And it's like this whole thing about how she's like the Victorian... Uh, or Edwardian uh, fashion of the age is not suitable for fighting because she's carrying right. like a sword and shield, right. and, like this, very sort of awkward Mary Poppins type some outfit. Good, yeah. yeah, some good like physical bits there. My favorite part was when though when uh, when they put the glasses on her because they're like, no, she's still inconspicuous, you right. know. Uh, and, and then uh, <laughs> right. Edda's like, oh yeah, she's now she's not the most gorgeous person you've ever met, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Some knowing sort of <laughs> gags there. I like yeah. it. The, the 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 very Superman. I mm-hmm. like that uh, that uh, appeal to it. And then they're going to go to the British Home Office, um, where yes. they get mugged in a, in a in a in an alleyway. In the, probably I don't know. It's it's up there in the the three dumbest scenes where it's <laughs> like just stay with me because the action is great in it. Because Steve's all like, no, stay back. I will defend you. And then Wonder Woman's like, Wonder Woman. And just kicks all their asses, mm-hmm. and then like as she knocks out the five like German spies who are hanging in British, she finds the one German spy who's still awake, and she's like, "No, you must. I will help you." You know, and he's like cyanide, and he's like, "Oh, now we'll never know." What about the other five guys in the alleyway? Yeah, they're not <laughs> dead. They're not dead yet. You know, they're just laying there. Well, maybe yeah. she did murder them. I don't, we <laughs> she, don't know. They might be like bleeding internally, like you know, in the skull, but they get hit really hard by Wonder Woman. I mean, I but mean, it could have it solved a lot of problems if like they had just turned around and go like, what about these other four? We don't have time! <laughs> <laughs> There's men with mustaches and beards who need our attention. <laughs> and you go to the British home office where, you know, Steve goes in there and it's, oh, it's David Thewlis! Yay! Yay! Dun. Dun, 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 dun. This is the part of the movie where my <laughs> daughter, is... where my daughter goes, he looks like Harry Potter's teacher. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, yep. he does. He sure does. And everyone loves. That's better David. than her being like, that looks like the guy from Naked Lunch. <laughs> You're like, when did you see Naked Lunch? I'm a big Burroughs fan, Dad. Didn't you know? <laughs> there was two things wrong with that title. That movie was out there, man. <laughs> that was a weird movie. Lizard people. Crazy. Cockroach typewriter. <laughs> it's the only thing I remember from that movie. Yeah. So the um, they go there and all the men are like a girl. <laughs> oh no! 
<laughs> She'll get cooties in the parliament. <laughs> no cooties in the parliament. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're all they are. So Steve turns in the book and he's like, oh, it's written in Sumerian. It's like, no one can read Sumerian. <laughs> and she's like, I can read Sumerian because I speak every language ever. And they're like, that's suspicious. And then they're like, oh, no, they don't draw attention to it at all. <laughs> it's like, they accept it as fact. <laughs> and they're like, quiet, you. <laughs> he's like, no, no, let us speak. Let us speak. A woman who can read? <laughs> Wait, no, that may be going a little too far back <laughs> in time. I think they're okay that she reads. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. A um, commoner familiar with the printed word? <laughs> we must alert the gentry. <laughs> Curse this printing press. <laughs> Curse you, Gutenberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you. I don't care. <laughs> I'm making like the printing press motion. Right. right. <laughs> I thought maybe he was on a train. <laughs> Blowing the train whistle. Uh, you guys couldn't see that on account of this is audio. Yes. So, yes. So, so when they find out that they've created a new type of mustard gas, even more powerful than the previous mustard gases, mm-hmm. this one works on hydrogen. Ah, this is a Dijon mustard gas. I'm sorry. I'm a little sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. No. You've been waiting on that one. <laughs> Dijon mustard gas. <laughs> I was watching some Mr. Science Theater 3000 today, and I always get a kick out of when they tell a joke, and then some, one of the other guys just laughs because, yeah. like, <laughs> like, that catches them by surprise. Like, right. that is funny. <laughs> I know. I, I enjoy that. They don't do that as much in the new ones. No. So when they do, I appreciate it. So they, they read the, the, the book, and it turns out that the new mustard gas is going to get deployed. Steve's like, oh, we got to go take it down. David Doulis is... No, we are starting the peace negotiations. We can't have any sort of problems with that. Right. I can't allow it. And Steve's like, okay. And Wonder Woman throws a big tantrum. She's like, Blah! She gets a little <laughs> hysterical. <laughs> oh, oh I'm, no. I'm not ashamed of that. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, but she, she definitely, it's great. It's one of her great moments where she just, and we, we'll talk about this later, but um, where she's very committed to that aspect of her character of just like, like an absolute like morality like no what you're talking about doing is fundamentally wrong and she has no concept of like you're not allowed to talk to him that way yeah. so he gets this great dressing down and yeah. and chris pine has to be like oh geez oh i gotta get her out of here oh boy oh no i'm in trouble <laughs> oh geez <laughs> but it turns out that he was planning on going all along yes so he goes and hires his He's gonna go. his team. <laughs> his team consists of a a crazy Moroccan who can speak all sorts of languages. He'll be totally inconspicuous in the back countries of Belgium. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And Spud from Train Spotting. Right. Yes. Those are his two guys. He's going to meet up with Chief, mm-hmm. <laughs> who's who's a smuggler that's going to help him get into Belgium. Yeah. And then smother him with a pillow. <laughs> 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 escape through a window it'd be great if you just talked about chewing gum the entire time <laughs> that was chief right chief was the one who talked yeah, about the chewing I gum think, yeah. Uh, yeah maybe yeah i think so it's been a long time since or I was he, or did he not talk well, I, it was something like that did like, he not talk he not, and then... he didn't talk except except about chewing gum i think oh, it was maybe yeah i don't know yeah it's been a long time for that it's a great movie though yeah it is danny devito um he produced it hmm. so 
they're uh, so yeah. Wonder Woman, Diane is all like, "Well, we have to get to the front now," and he's like, "Okay, we'll go to the front." And David Thewlis is going to give. Yeah, it he back. shows up. Yeah, he's at like, the bar, and he's like, "I'm going to secretly finance your mission because uh, I want you to do this." Yes, I don't want. It's like I though I'm working for peace. I don't want anything to screw it up, and the mustard gas could screw it up, and blah 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 blah. Right. So they go to 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 Belgium. And they're all like, oh, no, we have to get across here. We have to get across this this at, at the yeah. front. She, oh, Wonder Woman gets exposed to all the hor- horrors of the First World War. Right. Animals being abused. People getting blown apart. Yes. Mud everywhere. Ugh, filthy. What yeah. a filthy war. A <laughs> filthy war. Someone needed to be out there cleaning that up. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Kevin goes out there. Would someone clean this up? <laughs> Look at the state of this trench. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that that was the Velcro sound of Joe removing oh, his pants. Yes. My shoes. Uh, <laughs> no, no laces for him. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. My my chest piece is a little loose right now. Mm-hmm. So, But they have the scene where they're like, no, we have to go around. It's going to be like a day and a half before you know, we get yeah, to the we crossing. Yeah, we can't cross it because, you know. It, this is it's no, no man's, land. man's land. Exactly. And she's like, but all of these Belgians. And yeah. they're like, screw the Belgians. <laughs> we don't have time. It sucks for them. <laughs> they wouldn't be Walloons if they counted. And then she stands up and goes, I am no, no man. man. And then she stabs yes. the witch king in the face. <laughs> It's my second Lord of the Rings reference. Apparently, I don't know the difference between these movies. No. But they're like, you can't help everybody. And she's like, no, I can. And she, yeah. she gets up there and she takes off her, her cloak for the first time. You see the full Wonder Woman outfit. Yeah. What was it, like an hour 15 into the movie? It was a yeah, long it was a time. While. It was a good hour, I think. Yeah. Um, it was, I think I, I leaned over to you in the theater and, and like made yeah. a note of it. It was like but an th- hour into the movie. But I think it was, I'll forgive it because we got to see her do, she was never not, not Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Yeah. You know, like right off the bat. I mean, when she was a kid, obviously she was training to do it, but... To, to what we said earlier, yeah. that was a whopping fifteen minutes of the movie, and then she's basically Wonder Woman. Now she's in taking the, yeah. sort of that next step, and that's like that scene. And is, I'm gonna, I'm going to get into that in a little bit, awesome. a little later too. Yeah, and she gets out there, and she's got the shield, and like the Germans are like, "Ach, ein Booby!" and they're like <laughs> shooting the machine guns out, and the. <laughs> It's not in the movie. They're, they're shooting, and she's deflecting all the bullets off there. Yeah. And like all the Germans are like, ah, ha, ha, Lieber. And so Chris Pine and the other, you know, yeah, chief kind of help. Them. They start covering for yeah, her, covering and the then, fire. And then, and then, they then once take they start, the trench, yeah. Once they realize that all, you know, that she's actually going to do this, then all the soldiers come out. All and the then Tommies it's a whole come thing. out. Yeah, yes. it's a whole thing. <laughs> Yay, Belgium! <laughs> and Belgian was freed. <laughs> no, it was not. Uh, so they managed to take that, and they're they're going deeper into German lines, uh, and they go into like this little town in Belgium where there's a great action scene, and and Diana's taking out all these Germans all over the place, and they do a recount of like that shield lift with yeah. where they launch her into the. the they're church. like, I, I kind of remember how this works. Yeah, I say shield, and then she jumps up, and yeah, which was a clever callback because I didn't think they were going to bring that back. Like, they, no, I had forgotten about it, and then it was cool that, yeah, that it, they brought it back. Yeah, it was. I was like, oh, that's see, now that's a clever callback to something earlier because he saw that, was amazed by it, and now he's like, oh, we could use this to our advantage because there's a sniper up there in the mm. bell tower, and it's not Barry Pepper, and they, <laughs> I am the angel of death. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So they launch. She destroys the church tower, just like she's destroying the patriarchy. That's <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm in flying frau. 
<laughs> flying for hours. I don't get to do German that often on this podcast. I love doing it. You know that. It's true. Zweitfrau. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the, the church crumbles down and they free this town from Belgium. You know, Steve calls in. They're like, "Oh, we still gotta find Ludendorff," and they're like, "Oh, he's at this gala over at mm-hmm. German High Command. It's only, it's only a couple miles from you, <laughs> <laughs> right?" Oh, well, what a coincidence! <laughs> it's <laughs> what a coincidence! <laughs> right here. Meanwhile, Ludendorff is testing out his new poison and kills all of the Germans who are attempting to negotiate the peace. <laughs> yeah. Because as we all know from the historical Ludendorff, he was just that crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, why did they come up with someone new? It's not like Eric von Ludendorff was like a very, very famous German that like people are like, oh yeah, I know him. Like they could have done like a crazy Otto von Bismarck. I think that would have been a much more well-known name. Yeah. Just, yeah, if they were going to go with someone from history, yeah, they should have gone with someone a little more like, recognizable. Like Kaiser Wilhelm goes that crazy. But yeah, they go with Ludendorff, and it's just kind of like... I don't think we ever see the Kaiser, do we? They like he's, mention he's him and he's there. He's credited in... I wonder if the scene was cut. I wonder, I wonder if the scene was cut. Like, he was supposed I to I kept be waiting for it, because I was like, oh, he's there. They're like, oh, he's, they, they mention, like, oh, he's here. And they're going to do this demonstration for him of the, the new weapon. Hello, Wonder and Woman. And then they do the Kaiser Wilhelm. <laughs> Can yes. you believe we're in this world war? <laughs> I mean, for granted. The, for the first time. <laughs> for the first time. Granted, most nations aren't participating, but <laughs> they don't count. <laughs> China. It's full of Chinese people. <laughs> you know. No, yeah, he's credited. So at this point, Wonder Woman has is convinced that Ludendorff is Ares. Yes. And she has to, if she kills him, she will end the war. Right. Yes. So just so you all know, she's convinced that he's, and and Chris Pine is like, no, he's not. It's ludicrous that the god of war would exist in modern days. Go ahead and make your ludicrous reference. No, no, no. It's too obvious now. No. Yo, I heard you like Greek gods. That was exhibit. Oh, that was exhibit. That's Damn exhibit it! Exhibit in the meme. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Mm, it's okay. Uh. Okay. So where was I? <laughs> where were they we? go to the German High Command, and mm-hmm. and he sneaks. Chris Pine sneaks in by doing a worse German accent than I do. <laughs> um. So it goes, it goes to show you, I could have been an excellent German spy. And they they go in, and uh, Diana's got this gorgeous blue dress on from like killing a German woman. She took her dress. Yeah. Um, with a sword down her back, and the one goes, "Is that an ensorda?" <laughs> no, he's not an ensorda. <laughs> Ein ensorda. <laughs> I don't know how to yeah, say. I'm sword sure, in that's it. Sign in Svehander. Slash and stabin. Slash and stabin. Not that anybody really cares at home, but sometimes, <laughs> like, I'll, I texted Kevin and I was like, "There has to be a German word for when you go grocery shopping on vacation. It, like, it's an unfamiliar grocery store, but everything seems familiar." And Kevin goes, "Us, I'm in Kroger shopping." <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh. Anyway, good. I'm glad. Because <laughs> see, because we don't have Kroger here. No, in the if, Chicago even when area. you go to like outs anywhere know. else, it seems like they have Kroger shopping stores. <laughs> yeah, shopping stores, shopping, whatever the hell that is. Shoparamas, shoparamas, Piggly Wigglies <laughs> down south. Yes, uh, Moon Oink. We used to have on the south oh, side. Oh yes. Uh, so 
in a weird, weird scene, Chris Pine is trying to seduce Madam Poison or Doctor Poison. Yeah, and that doesn't work out. That because, scene like, should have been cut. Yeah, because it was just like they're really awkwardly flirting, and it's yeah, like, and it's well, like, yeah, it was stupid because I thought that the reason the scene was going to be there was because it was like it's it wasn't going to work. Like she was like, "No, I'm not interested at all in that," and you're stupid and I'm evil. Yeah. You know, or like I'm above this, like I'm too smart to fall for this. Yeah. Because like in your accents, terrible, <laughs> but no, it like starts to work. But then wonder woman shows up looking, looking fine. Fly. And, and he sees her and, and, and yeah. she's like, Oh, Oh, so you're, you're just, you're not actually that into me. Yeah. It, which is, it's kind fine. of a dumb scene. Yeah. And then Wonder Woman is going to kill uh, Ludendorff, and Ludendorff dances with her. Yeah. And, like, explains the plot. Yes. <laughs> explains, like, men are evil! We will always kill each other, you know, to a waltz or whatever they're, yeah. the Blue Danube, whatever they're dancing to at the time. <laughs> right. I'm assuming it was German. Yeah. Or Austrian. So, <laughs> you know, and she she goes to kill him, and Chris Pine's like, don't go kill him. You know, because for whatever reason, I don't, I'm not uh. quite sure... Yeah, it's okay to kill all these shol- so, uh, soldiers, but don't, don't kill, kill an, an officer. officer. Yeah. <laughs> what are we, savages? <laughs> what is, there are rules, what is Missy. The Boer War? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Boer War. Second Transvaal War? We're not going to have this here. No, I, I, don't, I can't really understand why Chris Pine doesn't want her to kill Ludendorff, except for the fact that maybe it, it, it might have been something I missed or something like that, but if, if like... He, that would sabotage the peace effort. Uh, yeah. Like, he's still trying to keep Thulis okay with not, you know, destroying his entire peace effort. Like, if they kill him, it's going to yeah. cause a whole thing. But anyway, Lundorf launches the new, like, with a massive cannon, launches these the ga- new gas into the German, or the Belgian countryside and kills all the people. The town that they just liberated yeah. with all the people that they just, you know, brought yeah. back home and saved and partied with yeah. are all dead now. Yes. So, of course, Wonder Woman goes there and she sees that and she's like, no! I wanted to save the people. So, I couldn't save the people. You know what was funny about that scene? Well, not funny, but you Which know what, what What didn't really make sense about that scene was the demonstration. The whole point of the new gas is that it was based on hydrogen, and so it would uh, the gas masks wouldn't work. Yeah. And so they used it on a bunch of civilians with no gas masks. I... I, I so I don't know what the demonstration was supposed to actually do. Killed everything. It didn't make it. Killed any sense. all the donkeys in the village. All the donkeys. <laughs> no, not all. Every the single donkey, even uh, the decoy donkeys. <laughs> and she's all mad at Steve, and she's yeah, uh, she's gonna go off and kill Ludendorff. That's like her whole thing. And Steve is gonna go take care of the where they're making the the gas or deploying the gas or yeah. whatever have you. It turns out to be the same place as like nondescript airfield in the middle of nowhere where no civilian casualties will happen. Thank you very much, Scott Snyder. Or Zack Snyder. Uh, Wonder Woman confronts Ludendorff. Now, Ludendorff has been given these special, like, Vicks Vapo rubs (laughs) that allow him to have super strength. Like, it's the worst plot thing ever because it's just in there so that Wonder Woman will have a person to fight at the end equal to her strength level. It's never used ever again in any way. Like, Holy crap, this would be great to give to the German soldiers before they go over the top and, you know, go yeah. kill a bunch of British. No. No. We're just going to give the Vicks to, to Ludendorff. <laughs> my joke is, is that it's like when I do use my nasal spray now, I'm like, I can smell everything. <laughs> like, he, basically, he's on meth. 
is what it is. Like, it's what it looked like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she she's got the the magic bath salts. <laughs> exactly. He's just like naked. He's not actually cars. He's not actually super strong. He's just high as hell. <laughs> he's flipping cars. <laughs> right. people's faces. Biting people. <laughs> yeah. So, like, there's the whole thing. Diana confronts him, and he takes the bet. So they have this big fight scene. Really stupid, because yeah. you know, in the end, you know, she's going to win. She stabs him. Yeah. You know, she's like, at the hell's heart, I stab at thee. And, you know, she kills him. And, oh, no, people are still fighting. Right. Because he's not Ares. She's like, okay, I don't understand. I, I don't get it. And we're all sitting there going, like, we got it, like, 30 minutes ago. It's not him. <laughs> Yeah, and in the, in the meanwhile, you know, Chris Pine and, and his little four little uh, howling commandos are shooting everybody up at the at the thing, the four guys versus the world. <laughs> we need more diversity in there, though. Maybe we could have had an Inuit in that group. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a policeman, uh, a biker. <laughs> right. <laughs> construction worker. Yeah. <laughs> the full Native address and Native American. The, the day the village people <laughs> saved World War One. <laughs> So as she stabs uh, Ludendorff, all of a sudden, oh, someone else is in the in the control tower where they're fighting. Oh, it's David Thewlis. David Thewlis is the villain. He's Ares. Ah! No! The best dressed villain in comic book movies. Maybe a close second to Tom Hiddleston in the first Thor movie. Yeah, well, he's yeah. looking looking good. He's look he's he's got that great cut from the Edwardian suits. Mm-hmm. Gotta love those. Yeah, you know they got the. You know, the high collar on the vest. Solid mustache. Solid mustache. Can't go wrong. Just good. Just classy as heck. Yeah. He doesn't really do a lot of fighting. There's a, Then it becomes like the video game for a while. Yeah. It becomes special effects, lightning bolts. He turns into kind of a sort of a monster. He's uh, got like armored. Like CG. Yeah. Hoobajube. Hoobajube. And uh, so there's they're, they're, they got this giant bomber that they're going to drop the gas over London with. And, yeah. and uh, Steve Trevor... Hops on there and he's like, "I'm gonna blow it up." Yeah, and she's like, "No, I've only, you're the only man I've ever met, so therefore you're the only one I'm in love with." <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna be in love with any of these non-white male characters. <laughs> oh, I'm hanging out with. Oh, I'm only gonna love this guy. It's true. <laughs> what about the? I'm not gonna be in love with this swarthy Moroccan. No. Um, my favorite part is he's too like, short. It's like these are hydrogen. You know, it's hydrogen. It makes it explosive, right? Yes. Once again, you think our audience will be too dumb to know that <laughs> hydrogen is explosive? Yes, we Let's have to sure reaffirm we, this. Make sure we say that. Yeah. Um. So he blows up the plane. The plane, you know, goes in. She's like, ah, and she fights Ares, and she defeats him through the power of love. Yeah. It's like. No, it's I like, think it was just through the power of she's really powerful. Oh yeah, it turns out that I mean that the sword is not the god killer. Yeah, she's the god killer. She was created through being the daughter of Zeus and Hippolyta. Apparently, Zeus knocked up Hippolyta and gave birth to Diana. Sure, and she's designed to kill her brother. Zeus got around because nothing bad happens in Greek mythology when you kill a relative. Let me tell you that. You know, mm. that's not, that hasn't been written to death. Um, so she destroys and kills her brother, uh, Ares. And the World War One is over. Um, the Allies won, I guess. I think that's what happened in history. Yeah. Not 100% sure. Wonder Woman won. That's all that yeah. matters. I, I kind of wish that she was like, I will defeat you through the power of love. And like a big heart <laughs> beam came out and like destroyed him. Yeah. No, actually, I have a much better ending for this movie mm. that doesn't rely on kind of on the, on the, the, 
the CG, like the CG at the end of this was very Masters of the Universe. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I was, it was kind of, it it's was very. It's never a good sign when it happens at night, you know, because it's just going to really, like, it's... they're going to use that to cover a lot of how bad it looks. It was very turbo outrun, like, uh, <laughs> what was, what, what, what was that, um, that movie that was on Netflix, that 15 minute one was all like 80s oh, stuff. Oh, Kung Fu Fury. Yeah, it was very Kung Fu Fury's looking to me. Yeah. Uh, like Neon Joe Werewolf Hunter-esque. Yes. Uh, I, it's called Turbo Outrun. It's a whole like graphic design style that's been popular lately. Ah. Um, like a lot of what, like a, a Drive takes a lot of uh. that design style from there. Okay. But it had that feel to it. Like the new Thor trailer has that Turbo Outrun yes. feel to it. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on here. My feeling is, is that um, what should have happened is that you know the 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 allies from when she broke through on the western front finally make it to the base they start fighting against the germans that are there and she convinces them not to fight which depowers ares ares loses his power because they're not fighting each other and then she's able to capture him so you don't have to have the traditional i'm killing the villain through this it's actually through the power of love and the power of negotiation Ooh. yes i like that Yep, that's not gonna work. Put, please put the sword down, Diana. Diana. Let me try it by myself. After you, sir. <laughs> Gotta... like a, why don't I meet you back at the office? And meanwhile, I'll take this for safekeeping. Oh, no, I don't think so. You gotta put the sword down, Diana, please. It doesn't go with the outfit. At all. Put the sword down, first of all. <gasps> Promise me you will protect it with your life. <laughs> yes. No. You can trust her. Just hand that over. Shield. And the shield oh, to her. Go. Whoa. You got it. Thanks, Edda. This is easy. Production notes. So, um, there was something special about this movie that I can't quite remember. It's like the first something or other. <laughs> um, I think I remember hearing about it on the news, like, a drill trillion times, a Brazilian <laughs> times. Um, yes, this is the first major female comic book movie, uh, since Catwoman. Um, yeah. <laughs> or Elektra. Those are the only two, and people are like, yeah, but those don't count. That's what they always say when they talk about this. Um, directed by Patty Jenkins, whose only real major credit was Monster with Charlize yeah. Theron, mm-hmm. which she get which she got the Oscar for. Patty Jenkins was in line to direct Thor Two: The Dark World. Uh, she dropped out of that one. She directed a couple episodes of Arrested Development, I think, as well. Um, but yeah, that was the big deal was with Wonder Woman had to be directed by a female director. This had been in production for a long time during the George Miller Justice League Dark Era, where they were trying to do all of the Justice League around the time of Brandon Routh's Superman and Ryan Reynolds' uh, Green Lantern. Uh, there was a product. There was rumored that it was going to be Joss Whedon was going to be doing it with uh, Charisma Carpenter, perhaps as Wonder Woman. There was oh. always names bounced around for who was going to play Wonder Woman. Uh, I know Angelina Jolie was actually in line to direct this movie as well, with herself starring in it, but that was much earlier than when this movie actually came out. This was pre the new DC uh, extended un- uh, movie universe, whatever they're calling it now. Right. The DCU? I don't know. I don't care. No one cares. Um, but that was the the big deal on this one. This movie made did pretty well in its opening weekend. 
Um, it was like 120 million worldwide on its opening weekend. Pretty good. Not uh, not actually did not do as well as Suicide Squad or Batman v Superman. But the movie does have some legs to it. It's doing pretty well. This is its second weekend. We're going to see how it how the numbers come out on this one. It has uh, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is incredibly w- good for a DC movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's higher than Suicide Squad and Batman I, v Superman and Man of Steel total, total debt. I was going to say, like, I would put money on the fact that it is Kevin. <laughs> but when you said combined, yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, it's got a really good... It's got a good uh, critical review and good... Uh, um, what am I, what's the word? Popular. Just, yeah, yeah, just the, the popular the people. The people. The populace. Yeah. People, people elected uh, Donald Trump. Be- <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, people seem to like it a lot. Um, Gal Gadot, of course, a kind of an out-of-nowhere casting she was really only known for at the time. Fast and the Furious movies and some Israeli movies that mm-hmm. she had done. Uh, she played Han, what was his name, Han Zolo, the, the racer, the Korean racer. His uh, his girlfriend or love interest oh, in the movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't watch those movies because they're ridiculous. Yeah, I've only seen the first two. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, I want to get to them. The, the first two are uh, are Kevin are terrible. We gotta drive. Yeah, the first two are terrible. But I I one of these days I want to make a list or, or Netflix just needs a category called movies to sober up to <laughs> because that's how I watched both of the first two because they happen to be on there and I I I enjoyed them on some level but oh my god paul walker rest in peace might be he ain't paul walker anymore the worst act i always say that Keanu, we, we i've talked extensively about how terrible of an actor I, I believe keanu reeves to be yeah paul walker makes keanu reeves look like Lawrence olivier ah he's awful in those movies well i mean vin diesel's not that great of an actor either no and he's Looks great in, in all of his scenes with Paul White. Michelle Rodriguez is the best thing about all of those movies. And she's that she's just a poor man's uh, Rosie Perez. So <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> I love Rosie it's Perez. My, my all-purpose Rosie Perez impression. I know five What's words. Her saying that. that. I know five foods that start with Q. Yes, from white men can't jump. That's right. Quince. Uh, <laughs> That's how I know what a quince is. Quiche. Um. So yes, uh, that those are kind of the the big hallmarks of it. I mean, the the casting of it, like this was kind of like a big hallmark. A lot of women wanted to get in on it. It was uh, it's kind of like a hallmark thing. It's become kind of a feminist rallying cry. I think one of the interesting, I was kind of thinking about this the other day, is that you know this movie was in production during the uh, 2016 presidential uh, race, and I think there was like a big. Kind of like if Hillary had won, this movie almost would have been a victory lap mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. But instead, yeah. because of the garbage fire that we ended up with, yeah. um, it has become kind of like a rallying cry yes. to a lot of ways. Like it's this idea of, you know, that women are strong, that women are not, you know, this weak second class. And it, the funny thing is, is that this movie, and we'll get into this now, is not, does not talk down in any way to, to like the tropes of. Um, you know, of a, of a traditionally strong female protagonist, mm-hmm. like that's it doesn't play to a lot of those easy jokes, and I kind of I appreciate it for that. Yeah. If I can give one like big thumbs up applause to this movie, it's that it does not take the easy joke very often, right? Which I think is very very imp- impressive to me. 
like constantly just drawing attention to that she I'm a woman, yeah, you know, her like femininity or 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 you know that sort of that sort of thing like where the the stupid man is is like no don't you know don't worry I'll take care of this and she's right. like no I can take care of myself it never comes down to that yeah um you know uh, I, that's I think- true you get the, those scenes and with the British and then that's probably <laughs> that's mostly it yeah and but the, those scenes are played as truth because you know British people are afraid of women as. <laughs> <laughs> Not like us, us progressive Americans. <laughs> Buttery males. Buttery males. I know. See, that. that's the problem. That's 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 you know. why she, that's why Bruce Wayne sent the picture. <laughs> that's why he didn't email it. <laughs> that's to why her. he didn't email it. Yeah, because he yeah. knew it wasn't going to be secure. Oh, by the way, at the end of the movie, you know, we get back to the framing device. I didn't. We didn't get to this. Is that? That is like it's her in full outfit again, jumping off of of like Notre Dame or something like that. Yeah, I didn't really. I, I don't, I don't like, know I'm what like, that was. What was this all about? Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it was really kind of like a, a like once again, as Kevin and I said, it's um, it, it it's kind of a, a useless framing device. Like you don't need that. No, I, I mean, I guess maybe it was there just to be like because of the timeline, just to say like. Okay, and he's, because we've already introduced her in the modern day, yeah. so if all of a sudden you're like, oh, she's in World War One, and then you're like, oh, but wait, so like, like because of the stupidity of the audience, like people aren't going to be able to go like, oh, she's just been around that long because she's like part god or whatever. Yeah. Like, I guess they needed to do that, but it doesn't explain anything. It doesn't <laughs> doesn't add anything to the character. I have more questions now, because now I'm like, <laughs> what has she, she been doing? How did she get a job at the Louvre? Does she have a doctorate? Did she, how did she get her doctorate? Did she She went to college after World War One? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't just get a job at the Louvre. You have to have a doctorate in art history. Like, and I'm, I'm not talking like just like a degree in art history, like a like a like a like an idiot kid. No, you have to have a doctorate in it. Like, and you have to study. Like, granted, she has a leg up on ancient Greek, you know, arms and armor. Because, you know, it's kind of cheating at Does that point. Does she even demonstrate yeah. an interest in art? <laughs> I don't know. She looks at those paintings in the beginning yeah. when they're telling her story. I guess. When they're talking about the, the gods. <laughs> it just raises more questions. I don't know why well, she works there. One of the other notes that I wanted to, to, <laughs> to hit on was that this movie takes place in World War One or yeah. the Great War, or the War to End All Wars, as they call it in this movie. Um, interesting choice. By yeah. the uh, DC universe. Now, there's a lot of speculation on why they chose World War One. Hmm. Um, I'd like to run through a couple of them. One, they say World War Two is kind of the domain of Captain America. We've already had Captain America, the first Avengers, where he fought against like crypto Nazis. Sure. Um, and you know, so they don't want to like tread like, on that. Mix territory. it up. Yeah, mix it up. World War One is now kind of getting a little popular. It's already been a very a multi million dollar video game, Battlefront. Uh, or Battlefield One, which is all World War One that people are, you know, has introduced people to World War One. It's been a hundred. World War One is officially a hundred years old. You know, it's two thousand. It started in uh, two thousand uh, in nineteen fourteen. Went to nineteen eighteen. We're kind of like in that hundred year anniversary of it. So it's kind of on people's minds. It's kind of present right now. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of. Um, you get a lot of uh, uh, stuff that people aren't really used to in it. So, like, in World War II, it's like Wonder Woman would be fighting a lot more tanks and stuff like that. And and this is a lot more just, like, you know, versus, you know, men with rifles. You don't get a lot of that, like, the Wehrmacht coming in and, like, stuck up bombers and blowing shit up, you know? Right. 
you, this is this is a little more. Yeah, you get machine guns because yeah. those made their debut, but otherwise, yeah, it's it's fairly primitive. However, I think that the reason why they chose World War One. Now, this is completely on me. Patty Jenkins and and uh, Snyder might have their own opinions on it. I think the main reason is is that you don't have the crazy Nazi. You you don't have to make an excuse for Nazis. Like in this movie, the reason why World War One is going on is because of Ares. Yeah. So you don't. If you said World War Two happened because of Ares, you'd be excusing the whole Nazi ideology because of a Greek god. Yeah, you're saying Hitler was under the influence and, and not just like a bad guy. Not just <laughs> not just a kooky <laughs> to, fascist, right? Yeah. To put it to put it mildly, <laughs> exactly. Right. So I think that that's part of, of it sense. too. I mean, granted, this is once me probably. I just... thought maybe it was because uh, Steve Mnuchin was an executive producer on this, and he works for Nazis. Oh, because oh. he's yeah it's, bosses. It's, it's, anyway, yeah. kidding. <laughs> kind of kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm a little bit kidding. No. No, no, that actually makes a lot of sense. No, yeah. I mean, so, so that's kind of how I, I feel on it, and uh, I think they did a very good job with it. I think that they were able to portray it. Like, I think... Should have been Vietnam, man. That would have been <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Wonder Woman's 15... There I was, 15 clicks south of the name. <laughs> Steve Tavra took a piece of shrapnel in his butt. <laughs> I had to carry him all the way to Quezon. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> oh, I want that movie. Well, and, what was she doing during Vietnam? Uh, no, I want to exactly. know now. She was getting her art doctorate, apparently. <laughs> yeah, well, right? And that's the other thing, too, is that <laughs> if you start the first movie in World War II, where do you go with the sequels? This has built-in sequels to it, because we don't actually have to have her in modern day in the second movie. No. You know, we're going to have her in modern day in Justice League. Mm-hmm. We're going to have her in modern day in Batman v Superman. We see that she's been out of the game for a while. So in the second movie, she could be in World War II. There's no reason to say that the second movie, it could be like Wonder Woman. And you could do the WW, like Wonder Woman with a two next to it. Oh, see? see? You're already thinking. I'm on it. Oh, man. I'm write this movie. Wonder <laughs> Woman versus the Nazis. Yes. Nazis. Wonder Woman versus Nazi Superman. <laughs> yes. And you could. <laughs> well, not, yeah. But you could, you could totally see that happening. Because they could build it up. And then maybe, I mean, I don't know if you want to do, like, Wonder Woman in the Korean War. <laughs> it's like, Wonder Woman, don't don't cross the 59th parallel. <laughs> don't cross it. She's going to cross that parallel. <laughs> oh, no, Chinese! Um, Suicide isn't painless. It can actually be very painful, depending <laughs> on the methodology used. It's a terrible war. Terrible. <laughs> She's working in a mash unit. <laughs> Plays football the last two hours of the movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> Take that joke out of the book. Ridiculous. <laughs> Mesh football joke. Robert Altman's Wonder Woman. <laughs> it's Wonder Woman's only in it for 15 minutes. <laughs> the rest of it is the other 900 characters. Robin Williams mumbling throughout the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's her face? Uh, Shelley Duvall's playing guitar in the corner singing folk songs. <laughs> she went crazy. Mm. <laughs> so... Wonder Woman the movie. Let's let's get into how we feel yeah. about Wonder Woman. We got a lot to talk about. I think this movie. I think is it, for being a silly summer blockbuster. I think that there's a lot to digest with this movie. Yeah. Um. I mean, short version. I really liked it. Um. I was shocked by how enjoyable it was, and I was so relieved uh, that they didn't drop the ball. Um. They being, you know. 
the people involved in the DC movies thus far. Yes. Um, I, I to piggyback on that, I found that all of the characters were incredibly likable. Yeah. Um, which is very unusual because most of the time in these movies, the characters are designed to be unlikable. Uh, I don't know why, but they are. Gal Gadot, as terrible of an actress as she is, she, there's something charming about her. She's good. I She seems to like being this character. And I think, and I think that that's part of it. Through. Yeah. Like, you, you got to, like, think about it like it's... Like Robert Downey Jr. with Iron Man, right? Or you know, like those, it, it shines through when they like being the characters. Yeah, like uh, um, Chris Chris Pratt as the Star Lord, at least in the first one, yeah. he really seemed to enjoy being that character, and it shined through. And I think that's where you you get a lot of that. If you like being the character, it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I think that's where like Chris Hemsworth in the third Thor movie finally looks like he's enjoying being Thor. Yes. And I think a lot of that has to do with those those shorts with his with his roommate. Uh-huh. <laughs> like he finally had some fun with it. Yeah. It's he's like, enjoying finally doing this and he's like, "Oh good, I'm glad I have to do this like eight more times because these movies won't end." Yes. Um so they have uh she's incredibly likable. All of uh, like Robin Wright is really good in there mm-hmm. for her brief appearance. Um, I could have done more with like I'd watch a movie about her character. <laughs> like I never liked Robin Wright. Learning to fight. I like her in this. I yeah. like this character. I like. I would spend more time with fun. all of that. We've been Robin wrong for me. <laughs> mm. That's all right. Mm. That's all right. Mm. <laughs> um. Who else? Oh, Chris Pine. I think he oh, was the, sure. he was the secret weapon of this movie because you had to have someone who was strong enough to carry, like being a second banana, yeah, to this character. But at the same time, like because Diana is just you know she's a a, a wind up toy that you kind of set in motion. Like she has to go destroy Ares, but. Uh, Steve Trevor is the one who has to kind of get her from point A to point B to point C, point mm-hmm. D. He has a lot riding on his shoulders because he's got to introduce her to the world of man. He's got to introduce her to the war. He's got to get her through this and do this and this and this. But at the same time, being a second banana and not being misogynistic, but being suave and debonair, like he's a spy. Yeah. He has to, be, you know, he's above average right. on a lot of this stuff. Gerard Butler would not <laughs> have no. been effective in this role, for example. No. That's that's the that's what you want to not do. <laughs> yeah. And the, here's the, here's the weird thing, okay? From this movie, based on this movie, how tall do you think Chris Pine is? Oh, <laughs> I have no idea. For some reason I put him now at like 5'8". <laughs> okay. He's 6 foot tall. <laughs> how tall is is Gal Gadot? I have no idea. 5 foot 10. Oh. You would have never have gotten that. No. That's my height. I'm 6 foot tall. Well, now with the de- the depressed spine and probably like 5'10". <laughs> yeah. But and my wife is 5'10". So it's like I'm looking at this I'm like this is not what they showed me in the movie. There was some apple boxes on set for this because Gal Gadot looked like she was 6 foot 4 in this movie. Yeah. And it was like and all legs. Like she was just legs up yeah. to the shoulders. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think family guy did a bit on that. Right. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, one of the things I really liked about the way that she plays this character, the way this character is written is, um, you know, it could have been very, um, like, uh, she's very sincere. Her character has this, like, this absolute sincerity, completely, like, heart on her sleeve, like, 
she believes in an absolute morality. And that's why it's so easy for her to believe that were it not for Ares uh, manipulating people and making them fight, there's no reason that the rest of the planet wouldn't be a, like, blissful utopia of everyone getting along and hanging out like her home uh, island. Would be socialist ideal (laughs) ideal utopia. (laughs) Right. She doesn't realize that, you know, we don't need an Aries to be (laughs) uh, hanging around in order to... See, where I thought it was going is that there is no Aries, but I knew they would have needed to have a big bad anyway, so obviously they needed something, but that was the other version of that reveal was like, no, there. Why well, we don't know what you're talking about? There never uh, was an Aries, but then she would have never stopped. She'd been like, "No, there has to be an Aries." So, oh my god, and that's like, and that's something I didn't talk about in the recap is that David Thewlis shows up as Aries and delivers the prototypical "I'm Satan," and, and Satan's really not that evil. That's you know where the movie does start to fall apart for me. Before we get to the things I don't like, <laughs> I want to stick with the things that we really, really okay. like, which is I, I do love because there's this great moment where. She's off to war, right? Yeah. I think it's before they leave London, 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 and she gets ice cream oh, for the yeah. first time. And so, first of all, that's really funny because she, everybody you loves must ice be cream. very proud of yourself, right? <laughs> exactly. And she's just like, "I this is amazing," like because yeah. she's never had it, and I and that's awesome. Like that's just a great little character moment, and that's the kind of thing that it's easy to not do that because you could just have her be this like. I'm a warrior, and I would never do that. And yeah. it's like, no, she's like, everything for her is just like about the beauty in, in this world and the potential for beauty in this world. You know, and that's why when she starts, when she gets to the war and she just like can't even fathom like what's going on in front of her. And she's like, we have to. That's why she's like, we have to go and do this. Like, there's no way we can not do this, you know, to, to save these people. You know, it's it's true. There is a level of like you do root for her in a in a big bad way. Like you're always just like, yeah, yeah. go for it. Yeah. And it would be easy to dismiss You've come a her. long way, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it, would, it would be easy to dismiss her level of sincerity as being like kind of schmaltzy and just kind of like uh like like sincerity like that is typically played uh, either for laughs or played like ironically, like no one's really like that. Like everyone should, you know, people only want to watch, you know, characters. All our heroes are sarcastic or cynical or whatever. I mean, they have Captain America who's kind of like that, but his is more of just like dopey and doesn't really get it. Like yeah. his stuff is played more of like for laughs and like how out of touch he is. Yeah, hers is just she doesn't have anyone like that to really. Yeah, it's like if you mention her down. Well, I mean, there's a great thing in the, in the, there too, like where uh, Steve Trevor and her are on the boat, and he's like, "Well, I thought you know you'd want to get some sleep. Well, oh, you yeah. can't sleep next to me." And he's right. like, "What's it? You put you put you by my dick." And then she goes into the whole thing about like, "Yeah, you." She's like, "I've read all eight volumes about you know the physical, whatever." And eight volumes, huh? It's like, yeah, we we don't need men, you know, to for for pleasure. That means no, I'm not even gonna go there. But no. it's like it's the same thing. Like <laughs> like she's read all this stuff and learned all about this, so she's knowledgeable in that world. Like you ask like Captain America, it's like, hey Cap, what do you think about BDSM? And he's like, what's that? And you're like, and he's like, oh oh no, <laughs> you could only you could only have sex in the missionary position <laughs> the, the way God intended. <laughs> you know, it's like that level of innocence. Who needs ropes when we have missionary? <laughs> yeah, it's like like where where he's. 
like he's innocent, but innocent in kind of a like a puppy dog, yes. like 1950s sort of way. She's like innocent in a different kind of way where it's like she believes that the world really it could be perfect yeah. if not for that Medlin Aries, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. But yeah, th- I I think that that's one of the greater aspects yeah, of this movie. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, so the so the things we didn't like. Um, let's let's start with the yeah. cuts, like the the editing. If we, the, well, going into this movie, it had already been said that this movie had been heavily edited. Yeah, and and, and to that's their, obvious to their benefit. Um, it was edited for the best. They cut a lot of the potentially boring, like walking around scenes, because like yeah, they just get they just straight up like appear in belgium yeah like they don't they cut from like we're getting on a a train like from london and then here we are at the front like i mean maybe maybe it's not maybe there's another scene we we only saw it the once but like i see or i saw it the once with, with you a week ago but now i'm like I don't remember there being anything else. And if there was, oh it God. wasn't. There it was didn't the, have a point. That scene after the castle, when all of a sudden they're at the air air base, I remember going like, "Did did I have a stroke? Did yeah. I miss something?" They were constantly wherever they needed to be instantly. Which, and, again, like if there were a lot of, if there was an extra twenty minutes of this movie and all of those scenes were just them traveling, then it would be terrible. That would be Lord of the Rings, where you would really get confused. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the extended edition where everything is on foot. But <laughs> dun, dun, <laughs> Well yeah, but yeah but yeah the there there were some like the editing when I say the editing, it's not the like like the the fighting editing or the editing in like a specific scene. It was more of like scene one to scene two, scene two to scene three. Like that yeah. editing seemed really weird. Like that scene where they're on the boat one minute and then they're in London the next. It was like, oh, come on. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. He's like, we And they did that a yeah. lot. Yeah, and they would have to explain it probably i think that was probably done in post because i don't even think he's on screen so that was probably done voiceover yes yeah, probably like, adr chris yeah. we need to have you come back in and explain why we cut <laughs> he's in a tank top 10 and, minutes and, of the boat scene and jorts yeah beard. to explain like <laughs> yeah we caught a ride we made good time like she's not even, anytime he someone explains the phone. <laughs> you can hear like the fuzz the fuzziness of the phone <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like <laughs> It's like Steve, what happened? Where are we? Yeah, uh <laughs> We were on the uh <laughs> we caught a ride. <laughs> Was that good? We need to do it again? <laughs> you you hear that part? It's like, no, okay. Chris, it's good. Okay, Steve, good. we're rolling. <laughs> now, nah, Chris, do it again. <laughs> oh no, we caught a ride. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, so anyway, that was more than likely what happened. Um, it was, the, there were some script issues, I think, as well, where it just sort of, uh, I just, uh, yeah, well, everything well, just sort of happened. One, two, three, like, just, well, there was a I, lot of... If we if we want to get in the nitty-gritty, here's a couple of things that I, I really had some issues with one was the ending i already said kind of like an idea of a second of a different type of ending yeah where it's like we don't need one roman fighting aries like or we we do if if we're gonna go the aries route we can have a fight but it doesn't necessarily need to lead to this uh, the 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 video game fight scene i mean it's cliche at this point to have a yeah. video game fight scene at the end um 
There are lots of other ways you could have approached it and a lot of better ways that you could have approached it. But that was ridiculous, especially when David Lewis delivers the, like, you know, man was always intentionally evil. I was not, I, I, I wasn't, like, yeah. or, like, like, I'm not the devil. The de- I tried to help mankind so by achieving their the, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that was one of the problems with that I'm right Al Pacino away, and the like, devil's advocate. Was there ever, I mean, there was no point during this movie when you think that she's... Ever, she would ever buy into that like like they had the scene where it was like go ahead and kill you know strike down when he reveals oh. dr poison or whatever oh yeah we see the face and you're like and ah the face she's like he's like go ahead go ahead and kill her because she deserves it and you know that she deserves like when she you know is like oh she's merciful to her and like yeah of course she was she of doesn't even she know was. her she gets it like there was never any moment where it was like, where he's like, join me. And we like, man is weak. And we are like, no, she's been saying for two hours that all she believes in is the goodness of men and this and that. Okay. okay. So let me, let me get into like the, the, the psychology of the villain there for a second. We've <laughs> talked about villains before. Um, Tarlington in the Patriot, who I will go on over and over and over again. What does he do? Mel Gibson has, like, eight kids in this movie. Tarlington kills six of them. (laughs) Throughout the movie, in different intervals. Like, every five minutes, he kills another kid. So by the end of the movie, you're like, oh my god, I cannot wait for, you know, uh, for Mel Gibson to kill uh, Draco Malfoy's dad. I cannot wait for that moment. And in this, the same thing with this movie, though, it's like, Ares is bad. Why? Because he's bad. Yeah. Okay. So it's my job to go kill Ares. Okay, I'm going to go off on this mission to go kill Ares. Here's Ares. Oh. Yeah. Like, where's where where's the emotional weight to, like, the fact that Ares is a villain? I liked your idea, which I didn't even consider, of let's not have Ares at all. Like, let's just, you know, have Wonder Woman realize that. Yeah, they're just oh, bad. They're just bad men, people. Man is really crappy. Right. Like, they're just bad guys. Yeah. I mean, like, you could have come up with something, like, where she fights, like, a tank or something. I don't know. She would have. I mean, it wouldn't have been or, very good, but, like, you already had Ludendorff getting superpowered by taking bath salts. Like, <laughs> I, I there would have like been that. that for the big the big fight, but then you wouldn't have had a big, dumb, clunky, nighttime CGI special effects battle. By the, by the way, I came up with, like, a really wonky, uh, like, idea like a, a theme of the film like because you know in the beginning of the film it's all bright they're on the mascara and everything like mm-hmm. that and then the movie gradually gets darker and darker and <laughs> right. darker that's just one room and gradually realizing that the world of man is is terrible and mm-hmm. not the beautiful paradise morning paradise of themiscara well yeah yeah i mean right. that's like film 101 sure like some person going there like excuse me professor but i noticed something while watching wonder woman <laughs> <laughs> right you know it's kind of like like, oh, did Snyder read about this? And Atlas shrugged. Um, <laughs> or Wonder Woman realizes that... She, capitalism that, is the answer. Capitalism is evil. Yeah, capitalism is is the answer. <laughs> yeah. Wonder Woman's, like, riding on a train going, this is this is the future. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the, the answer is rails. <laughs> the answer to trains! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh god! But anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, I also I didn't quite like the whole uh, like why did Steve Trevor need like his whole roving band of of, of ethnicities? Um, why did he need them? Yeah, I mean they seem kind of unnecessary in the movie. Well, yeah, 
some of that was a little clumsy because the one guy was supposed to be yeah like spud had the ptsd where we learn about right he's supposed to be yeah spud was supposed to be a really good shot but of course he he can't take the shots so that was something that had to be worked through the shot and then the the other guy whose name i don't remember was supposed to be able to i guess you didn't really need him because she speaks all the languages so i don't know if he had another skill maybe Maybe I don't know. Well, I mean, he, he helps him get into the the German high command. Yeah, but I mean, it's like eh, it's right. Eh. Um, and then you had Chief, who was kind of a cool character. Yeah, I mean, like he was just a smuggler. And I he, guess he does he follow tracks or something at some point. I'm not really he sends sure. Him a smoke signal. <laughs> he does literally send him a smoke signal because you said in the theater <laughs> where, where, there's, where there's smoke, there's furor. <laughs> which is not a great joke because again, wrong war, but. It's okay. Like as long as you laughed. Yeah. If I make you laugh with a with a with history a terrible joke, pun. <laughs> with a terrible history based joke, yeah. uh, then uh, I've done my job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like it seemed a little unnecessary. Like, a, like a bunch of characters who we have to get like a backstories to, and the char- and they don't really add anything to the plot. It runs into a little bit of the the Thor problem, where it's like, why did like couldn't you've combined maybe two of these characters? Well, or I something. thought, I thought the, then, the interesting character would have been Chief, just to have Chief. Yeah. Because, um, A, he has a little bit of complexity where it's he's a smuggler, he helps him get into Britain, um, he's kind of a sidekick, um, some ways smarter than Steve, you know, more knowledgeable in certain ways. But he also has that whole thing where he's like, you know, the last war took everything from my people. And, and right. she's like, well, who is the last war against? And he goes, his people. And he points right. to Steve Trevor. And it's like, oh, that's an interesting, you know, kind of point. Wrinkle. And, yeah wrinkle in the whole thing i don't know what it adds but it it, it definitely adds it's something. something yeah it's like it's something to, it's a character thing i think there could have been a couple more like cooler trench battle scenes kind of thing going on there i think that could have been that i think that's what that movie was kind of yearning for that fight at the end was just yeah <sighs> it needed to be more yeah I, I like your idea of, of finally having you know a the, big the confrontation soldiers yeah. do something yeah, like like they. Because where were they otherwise? They're just hanging out, singing a long road to Tipperary. I mean, I get it because you're right. They wouldn't have been really fighting because they're signing the peace. So I mean, that's why we're kind of in the last days of it. So that means there's not as much action going on. Uh, yeah, it's it's weird, but that also makes for kind of a boring. Yeah. <laughs> I think it should have been at the end. Of, I mean, because Wonder Woman punches that armored car. So I think it should have been at the end, like, Wonder Woman yeah. versus Tanks. There you go. That would have been pretty cool. Or yeah. Wonder Woman versus Hitler. We've unleashed the greatest <laughs> German weapon of all time. He's Adolf Hitler. It's like Mecha Hitler with, like, machine guns and, like, a robot body. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so, I, unfortunately, the but the problems that it has are... The problems that a bulk of the... Com- like, we've talked about this before. Like, yeah. the final, you know, 20 minutes of every comic book movie typically are kind of problematic because they just keep doing that same thing. And this movie could have, because it was already doing so many other different things, it could have done something else different with the ending. Yeah. Um, and it unfortunately missed that opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I think that was one of those things where it's like, after we realized that, like, Oh crap! Uh, Batman versus Superman is terrible. Suicide Squad is pretty bad. Let's uh, we can't really do too much. This ending's already in the can. Let's, yeah. let's try and mitigate yeah. this. You know, yeah. 
But I think I think let's just cut out all of the scenes where uh, Wonder Woman gets called toots. <laughs> <laughs> Call it a day. You should see the original cut uh, of this it's, thing. It's Joe's it's like Barbarella. <laughs> Joe's script. <laughs> yeah. Looks like Turns oh, out Wonder man. Woman's not a woman at all. It's just a guy in drag. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dustin Hoffman. That explains it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that would not be no. That was the original version. Yeah, wouldn't the, fly. Uh, yeah, w- that would have been pretty bad. Tell me something. What do you know about Wakanda? It's a third world country. Textiles, shepherds, cool outfits, all the front. Explorers have searched for it. Called it El Dorado. They looked for it in South America. But it was in Africa the whole time. I'm the only one who's seen it. And made it out alive. Alright, so comic book news. Um, not tons, but the big news is uh Black Panther teaser. Yeah. Gonna get to see that Chadwick. Yes. Chadwick Bozeman going on. Yes. Yeah. It's like looks good. Yeah, looks like something. It's a, it's a really good teaser. I, I watched it. I was like, man, I'm gonna go put on a dashiki. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna go do right now. I'm 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 in for Black Panther. It looks good. Yes. It looks uh, like something different. Yeah, potentially. Uh, Martin Freeman and Andy Serkis get reunited. It feels so good. It does. I was I was excited. <laughs> I'm like, this is a Bilbo with the collar. Yeah, with the pocket and the ring. Riddles, riddles in the dark. Uh, yeah, that that what made me excited. Um, yeah, because Marvel's Marvel's got their big push right now for uh, Spiderman. Spiderman's coming out in two weeks. Yeah, I'm gonna go see it in 3D. Ever oh. promised, promised my daughter. Okay, because she, she was like, "Can we go?" What she, she said, I wanted to see something in 3D, and I'm like, "We'll go see Spider-Man in 3D." And she's like, oh, "Yay!" Okay. Well, sure. I'm like, I don't know if she'll <sighs> like Spider-Man, but whatever. It's a kids movie with kids in it yeah dealing with teenage problems like acne mm-hmm back knee for all children all children's stuff what are kids listen to do now like ariana grande and the chain smokers the chains. Oh, oh god god they're so terrible uh, they're just you i've been saying that about music since 2003 so yeah but I'm it's like, all bad i'm like modest mouse it's, isn't it like uh uh, I was trying to think. It's not. Uh, it's in an older Pat Oswalt. I just saw Pat Oswalt the other night um, recording his uh, next Netflix special in uh, in Chicago. Um, but I rewatched an early one that I don't think I had ever. Re- well, I said I rewatched, but I don't think I ever actually saw it. I think it was one from 2011. I forgot what it's called. But he does a bit where he's talking about one of the ways he knows he's getting older is that uh, he doesn't hate any music anymore. Like there's stuff he doesn't listen to, but there's nothing he actively hates. <laughs> And I feel like that's the same. I'm getting there. I'm not quite there yet, but I'm almost there. When I hear the chain smokers, though, I get close. I get close to hating. <laughs> they're they're just they're terrible pop, <clears throat> like rock and roll. They're music. just bad. Yeah, they're yeah. just uh, the songs are not good. No. The songs are not good, and uh, I I don't encounter it though. That's the thing. I have to go out of my way to listen to the chain smokers. That's because you know. Because we all can listen to whatever we want. Like, and if I don't want to listen to the Chainsmokers, I don't. Who are these people who have to listen to music that they don't like? Yeah. People um, with kids. 
two people who have kids. I have a baby, and he doesn't listen to anything right now. Well, what's that? To Walk the Moon? What's that band? Shut Up and Dance With Me? Yes. Walk the Moon. Then my daughter loves that for some oh, reason. I'm like, see. that was two years ago. Live in the now. It's <laughs> <laughs> some chain smokers. Um, yeah, um, Chris Evans actually did sign on for another Captain America movie, or another movie. It doesn't say mm. Captain America movie. Oh. So his, he, he got a big old fat Disney payday. <laughs> yeah. Um, and probably the, the, the biggest news that happened is, um, our old chum has passed away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, what, what's his name? Um, <laughs> I believe it's Adam West. Adam West. Adam, Adam, nobody messes with Adam Wee. Probably best known nowadays from his role on Family Guy as yeah. the mayor of Quahog, mm-hmm. Adam West, who we talked about uh, in depth with the 1966 Batman movie. Yep. Um, God bless his soul. Um, just the, just the fountain of wholesomeness. Yeah. That is Adam West. The straight laced deadpan Adam West uh, has passed away. He's in his 80s. I mean, like, you can't really uh, fault the man. I think in, in the future we should um, cover the, the, the last uh, animated movie he did with Burt Ward. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one I think would be good. Or we could do Back to the Batcave, the kind of, like, autobiographical movie he did with Ooh. Burt Ward as well. Um, that one's a little trippier, but I think it would be fun to watch as, as well. Or we could do The Happy Hooker Goes to Washington. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Uh, did he do like Doctor? Was it Doctor Goldfoot in the Bikini Machine? Something like that. Ooh, I don't know. I could. He I, has a brief role in a. Uh, this will be my second D.H. Lawrence reference of the podcast. He had a brief <laughs> role in a uh, softcore, like eighties uh, movie, Young Lady Chatterley Two, which was the sequel with Harley McBride. Um, a movie I'm very familiar with because, for some reason, my parents had it uh, recorded. I don't want to get into the why, perhaps, but uh, you know, we talked, <laughs> I believe, on the last podcast about our parents taping like everything in the world uh, on VHS and just having all these now unplayable VHS tapes. They had one that had Young Lady Chatterley too, uh, which, uh, as a as a young person young male uh i found a compelling watch um but uh yeah adam west is a cameo in that as a guy who he fortunately does not engage we do see him shirtless at some point so we see a shirtless adam west in that movie i believe it was 1985 or so uh Um, 83 oh 83 um like, like I said, a compelling movie. It also has, uh, uh, what's her name? Are you looking it up right now? Yeah, actually, you were right. It was 85. Yeah. It was. Who's the, the blonde in that? Chatterley what's her name? Um, she's famous. Um, Cynthia Lee Chad- uh, Harley McBride? No, she's the lead. Um, Sybil Danning? Sybil Danning, thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Sybil Danning's in that. Prime Sybil Danning. Oh, yeah. So, anyway. Yes, I'm very From the, from familiar the 1983 with... Hercules movie, Sybil Danning. Yes. Yeah. Very familiar with that movie. Again, <laughs> I like how, we like, won't get into you why. You could go into like, all the, like, the Emmanuel movies that she did and everything like that. And I'm like, no, she was in the Lou Ferrigno Hercules movie. <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't we talk about that instead? <laughs> I'm just... Because, I'm because Adam West was not in that movie. <laughs> he wasn't. Um, I'm, I'm actually... It was, it was Happy Hooker Goes to Hollywood. I, I swear he was in Happy Hooker Goes to Washington. Could be off on that one. One. Mm. But of course, you know, he's just he was one of those sixties stock characters who just like they always be like, Oh, he was typecasted in the seventies and eighties. And I'm like, 
he would show up randomly on TV shows. Like, that's what everybody did in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not like, like, you had your hit, and then it's not like you had much of a career after that. Like, especially back TV then. TV-wise. Yeah. TV-wise. It was rare. And we talked about that with the, last time with the 70s, where it was like, like, there was only three channels. So, like, right. if you were Batman... If you that's... were anyone other than Dick Van Dyke, you got one show. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Tyler Moore. Let's see. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> it wasn't until, like, the 80s where that started to change. But even then, it was it was just, like, you had your one show, and that was it. Lauren Green was on Battlestar Galactica <laughs> and, and Bonanza. That's, that's what he got. Yeah. <laughs> he was on 400 episodes of Bonanza. <laughs> yeah. Weren't there three Indians last year? <laughs> Sorry, I just watched that one <laughs> the other day. Yeah, I mean that's that's all you got. So I'm like, like Adam West. It's like you always feel bad. Like they got typecasted. Like no, it was very rare for someone to to get two shows with like long running characters, especially as the lead. Incredibly rare. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he got a resurgence. He's a lot of voice acting. Uh, I suggest like the classic. One of the episodes that um, I, I I would really recommend was um, I believe let me look it up really quick because I want to get the name right. Beware the Gray Ghost um, mm-hmm. from Batman the Animated Series is kind of um, the Batman Animated Series tribute to Adam West, where you find out that Bruce Wayne w- was really in love with this character from the 1960s called the Gray Ghost. He's growing up and he based a lot of his Batman persona on the Grey Ghost, and the Grey Ghost is voiced by Adam West. Really classic episode. I he was it. in love with the Grey Ghost. Well, I mean, with Adam know, West. Yes, he was in love with Adam West. Nice. Did not no, know that. Bruce, we can't. That's very progressive. Of Batman the Animated <laughs> it's series. series. Yes. Singing is contagious. I'll sing too. Adam West, Adam West, a little bit softer now. Adam West, Adam West, Adam West, Adam West. All right, so um, Wonder Woman, 2017. I think I graded it on Letterboxd, <clears throat> equivalent of what I would give a B, but I'm going to go ahead and just kick it up to a B plus, just because um, it's inspiring. It really is. It also doesn't matter uh, what my grade or my opinion is, but um, it's it's. I'm so glad that this movie was as good as it was. I mean, flawed and silly, but for reasons that comic book movies generally are, not for anything unique to this movie. It's just they're all kind of flawed and silly. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's a movie where I looked at my kid and I said... You like it? And she's yeah, I liked it a lot. I'm like, okay, that's yeah, good enough. Good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I can say. I gave it. I, I would say it was about a B plus as well. A B plus, A minus. The uh, <clears throat> I think the the things that took it away from being an A was just that that ending was just so like, meh. yeah. It's what can what can you do though? Like, that's just that's just there's how a, these movies work. There's a now. few good examples of like when it doesn't when it doesn't go that way. I mean, I could think of like the Dark Knight. You know, where he doesn't have, like, there's not a big comic book fight scene at the end. Well, and that, right, and that's because... It um, went on for 45 minutes and people stopped watching. (laughs) It literally turned into Dunkirk. (laughs) Just transition. His movies don't end, they just keep going to the next movie. It ends with Batman running away. (laughs) Yeah! But I mean, like, stupid, like, stupid movie. You look at that and like, that's actually, I I would say the hallmark of a good comic book movie is when it doesn't end in the CGI fight scene. 
Like almost all of the ones that end in the CGI fight scene, you're like, Ugh. yeah. But when it doesn't, you're like, ah, oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, you know, um, they just don't know how to end these things. No, the it's like a Saturday Night Live sketch, right? And then they have to <laughs> just they always have to set up all the sequels. Tony Stark, and no, surprisingly, no after credits. Yeah, no after credit of any kind. And no, like, cameo, no egregious cameos. Nothing, like, Mm-mm. where you'd be like, why is Superman in World War One? You know, like, nothing <laughs> right. like that. He yeah. wasn't even here yet. <laughs> I don't understand. Bruce Wayne's great-grandpa fighting in the trenches, you know? Yeah, Wayne Enterprises supplying, <laughs> you know, be, like, the, the troops. It's like, who are you? I'm Alphonsus Wayne. I'm fighting here from the American Expeditionary Force. <laughs> I can't wait to get home and start a company <laughs> one day. stupid like that. <laughs> right. Did you know my great-grandfather, Alphonsus Wayne, fought in World War One? <laughs> yeah, I knew him. <laughs> he made you know, a pass at me. made a pass. He called me toots. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say, like, a B plus. Like, it's just... They gotta learn how to do this, man. It's like yeah, it's it's, it's always the last twenty minutes. It's it's. I will say too. Um, we we sort of talked about the length. I was about two fifteen, two twenty yeah, officially. 215, yeah. Um, I felt like it flew. Um, I didn't feel that's like what, that's what those egregious cuts make it feel like. It flew. <laughs> right. Well, even with all the slow mo, I well, I said to you if they had <laughs> if they had played all those slow motion twirls and kicks uh, at regular speed, the movie would have only been eighty five minutes. Yeah. But. Uh, I didn't feel like, oh my god, this is still going on. Like you kind of knew, like you get to the ending and you're like, okay, this is just you gotta, you gotta just, you know where the beats are gonna be hit, yeah. And and the, you know, and when you've got a CG bat, it becomes very less physical. Like they were just throwing things at each other and zapping each other. Like at no point, it became very, the stakes were gone completely. Like, yeah, I, yeah. It, it was and, sad that Steve got blown up, but in my mind... No, no, he got blowed up. Got blowed up, got exploded. <laughs> but in my mind, I'm like, he could probably... Like, if they wanted him to have ejected at the last second, they could do that. It would be terrible, but they could do that. So you're always like, uh, I'll believe it when it when he doesn't show up again. I mean, like, but that's the whole thing is, like, it happened in World War One, so there's no way that you could make it so that he could be any He's sort. He's going to show up now just, like, old. Yeah. Like, Diana, I ejected. <laughs> and then I couldn't find my way back, so I lived in the woods of Belgium <laughs> all this time. I survived off chocolate. <laughs> I heard you have a job at the Louvre now. That's pretty good. <laughs> When you get your doctorate, I surprised survived off chocolate and cheese and beer. <laughs> that sounds amazing. That does sound amazing. I could survive. I do survive off, off chocolate, chocolate, cheese, and beer. beer. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's it's like there's no way they could do anything with it, which is a shame because he is a very likable character. But for some odd reason, and this is, I'll just talk about this right now. A lot of times, these comic book movies, there's disposable characters that you like. And you're like, whatever happened to that character? They're like, oh, we're not going to do anything with them ever again. Mm. We killed them. Ares is dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, I kind of want David Thewlis to come back. No. Yeah, he's really good. You, are you sure that he can't? Nope. Because he's dead. Because that's it. Yeah. Oh. It's like, well, well. hey, I really like this Loki character. Could you bring him back? Oh, yeah. Come on. He, he's coming back. And we're like, I enjoy Tom Hiddleston's Loki. This is great. Yeah. Like, what, what, why does every character, like every villain have to be killed off? Every movie. Yeah, that's why you shouldn't do that. That's why comic books, like, 
they don't ever kill the characters, or when they do, everybody just gets resurrected or rebooted at some point. Like, you know how many times it, you know how hard it is to believe that one person got bitten by a radioactive spider. <laughs> if it keeps happening, it's not going to be that believable. Exactly. You know? There are so many Spider Men. <laughs> Spider Men's. Well, now there are. If you actually read comics, you're just like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. Yeah. But I mean, like. The villain-wise, it's like, Stan Lee was running out of ideas in the mid-60s. So much so that we've had the same characters from the 70s, 80s, and 90s so far. It's not like they come up with new villains all the time, because it's very hard. They used up all the ideas. That's true. Rarely at the beginning of this podcast do you ever say, this character was created in 1999. (laughs) This character was created in 2002. It's always like, this character was created in 1930. 1903. <laughs> First appearance in a Bazooka Joe comic. <laughs> the Bazooka Joe, the movie. First appearance fighting Mark Trail. <laughs> Mark Trail. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to... We, we... The only time that it would happen before, like, 1938 would be um, if we did we do more comic strip stuff. That's the only time it would appear before, mm-hmm. like, that World War II era. Like, if we did The Yellow Kid, the movie. The Phantom. <laughs> the f- with Billy Zane. Slam Evil. Yeah. Or The Shadow. The Phantom, The Shadow, Dick Tracy. Was The Shadow a comic strip first, or would we... Well, it's a radio it show. But a I, radio. Mean, I mean, but it was definitely a comic strip. Nerdy yeah. enough, I feel like we could still work it in if yeah. we really want to. I mean, it's a radio show first, I guess. And then you got, like, Mary Worth. Like, the Mary <laughs> Worth movie. Brenda Starr. There was the Brenda Starr movie. With, yeah. Who was in the... Oh, Brooke Shields. With Brooke Shields and Timothy Dalton. Yes! And it's very meta. It's like a weird, like, where he's the, her, he's the creator of the Brenda, Brenda Starr comic, and then she, like, leaves him, and then he has to write himself in it to try to win her back. Oh. Weird as heck. Oh, I would say, I'm, I'm actually... I'm sold on it. We should watch yeah, this. We should. Yeah. We may. Yeah. Uh, greatest movie since Amazon Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death, starring Bill Maher. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's very rare that we would get that. So anyway, anyway. I, we rambled. Uh, go to PlanetArbitrary.com for your PlanetArbitrary needs. <laughs> yes. You can follow me on Twitter at PlanetArbitrary. You can follow Kevin at... At K. White Says. Like the Facebook page, backslash comic book logic. Um, the best way you can help out the podcast is to like, comment, and subscribe on iTunes. You can also listen to the sister podcast, Game Classy Podcast, which is all about tabletop gaming, and Play On Podcast, which is all about video gaming. Mm. They just did a kumite at uh, the Galloping Ghost. Yeah, I don't know what that is. You never saw Bloodsport? Mm. You're a movie file, and you don't, you've never seen Bloodsport. I may, I may have. It certainly doesn't sound familiar. It's kind of what they make fun of in the beginning of Hot Shots Part D. Ah, <laughs> if that helps, sure. You know where they put their hands in the glass and yes. stuff like that's, yeah, that's, So that's, that's what they did. They put like, their hands no, in they glass. Just play, they just played then... video games. Oh, they played fighting video games over at the Galloping Ghost. Oh, cool. You ever, you've been there? No, you should. It's pretty. It's pretty fun. Yeah. It's all, all old, old school arcade games. Hmm. So you could sit there and play like Bubble Bobble and Pac Man. Yay! And be like, <laughs> I, I suck at Pac Man. You're gonna be like, I'm not gonna play any of these modern Neo Geo bullcrap games. I'm gonna sit here and, and play Tapper. I used to play Merc, Merc. a lot. Yeah, it was this yeah. game where I know Merc. Yeah, you're over over. I'm familiar with the works of Merc. What what are those games like? Uh, like all the RPGs that's somehow both an overhead view and a full on profile view, yeah. full on front. You know, I, I, full frontal. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose. I think Thomas Pynchon did the uh, nope. novelization of Merc. <laughs> yeah, maybe. 
<laughs> it's about him having sex with Nazis. It's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So, uh, Kevin, until next time. Uh, you know, I got another, but we got to figure out what we got to do next. So it's going to be a nice surprise uh, for our listeners. There's some good ones on Netflix, including Judge Dredd and the aforementioned Catwoman. Meow. <laughs> 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 Comic Bullet. Logic. <laughs>